Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Literally Whatever, the podcast about literally whatever with me, Jacqueline, your host. Hi guys, I don't know what to say. I am so sorry for not posting last week and I'm sorry for being late this week. Actually, it's been a pretty hectic two weeks for me, firstly because last week was midterms week. Honestly, it was not as aggressive as my usual midterms or just exams week that I had with IB, but I just wasn't in the mood to do anything at all other than my midterms because honestly that that week I felt pretty burned out and unproductive. And for this week, I actually just got vaccinated over the weekends and honestly it took a toll on my body. I had a fever for around like one and a half to almost two days and it was pretty heavy. I couldn't get out of bed. I was constantly cold or hot or the other way around and it was not comfortable at all. And even afterwards, I feel like my entire body is just deprived of energy. I feel like when I usually have like 110% a day, I just feel like physically, I feel like an at a 70 percent like i i don't feel like i can do a lot of things i get tired really easily i actually feel like i could nap all day and i don't know maybe that's the side effect of the vaccine maybe it could be something else but i just wanted to put that aside so basically that's why i've been missing the past two weeks but i'm back and i wanted to talk about something in relation to why i was missing or why I went missing, I guess. I'm not missing anymore. I'm here. (laughs) So basically, I've been dealing with a lot of burnout sessions during this pandemic. And honestly, if I start to reflect on it, I actually had a lot of burnouts when I was in IB, when I was in my uh, second and third year of high school. Um, For those of you who don't know what burnout is or what burnout feels like. I mean, it's hard to describe for every single person, but for me personally, I know I feel burned out when I feel like I do not want to do anything productive, when I feel like I am casting aside projects that I know I can finish, uh, basically procrastinating. Um, I also feel mentally just blank. I don't know how to explain this one because I honestly feel like burnout is different for everyone but for me personally, I know when I'm burned out, I really just can't think and that doesn't even include just like productive things like actual schoolwork or actual things that I want to do but burnout for me also translates to every other thing that I do like if I'm watching a series to take my mind off of things when I'm experiencing a burnout, that doesn't feel satisfying that doesn't feel like entertaining whatsoever I just feel really empty you could say and I just feel really like blanked out I don't really think and that's when I know when I'm burned out and I try to read books or anything like that I get easily distracted that's when I know I'm burned out so the lack of focus and just the lack of energy and motivation to do anything that's when I know I'm really really burned out and I constantly feel tired so that's also another factor like I I think because I have this lack of motivation my body just physically rejects myself from doing anything that exerts too much energy even if it's just like brain energy so yeah that's a burnout for me I know some people can have different kinds of burnouts they can have a mental burnout physical burnout and that's true but for me whenever 
a burnout occurs, it's usually first thing first. It hits me in my mental, and then it just sort of reaches out to everything, like my emotional and physical state deteriorates as well. So for me, it's like a chain. So that's just a preface of today. So that's why today I wanted to talk about burnouts, and I also wanted to talk about my tips on productivity and how to overcome burnouts. And again, I just wanted to say that everyone has different ways of coping and different types of burnouts that they feel, and even the side effects or how you experience your burnouts can be different from person to person. So please do not compare yourself to me. But I am trying to give you like a rough patch to work on, so that you know maybe you can find ways to sort of modify what I've told you to fit your type of burnout and your type of problem. Because obviously, I'm not an expert. I'm also, you know, I don't know every single case of burnout for every single person. I'm just saying this based off of my own experience and what I find work. So. Take notes, but do it delicately and understand yourself first and foremost. So now that I talked about the actual burnout, you know, definition,、um, I wanted to talk more about my experience with burnouts. So for me, burnouts are usually triggered by, honestly, during this pandemic, it's harder to pinpoint. But before, when I was in an IV, the burnouts usually occur because I have a heavy workload. And I think all of my friends and fellow IB students can really relate to this because with IB, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced. You really have deadlines over deadlines over deadlines up till the very last second of it. Like it's not even, you know. Like I know that some programs they get like you get a break, you get to relieve your mind off of certain things. But with IB, it's really just you're done with one thing, and you know you have the next thing to overcome. And I know that that's a good system because they always give like small deadlines for bigger projects, which is great, and I love that. But honestly, they have just like so many things going on that I can't take one second, even during holidays, to sort of just catch my breath and not really think about it at all. And it also haunts me a little. So I think to sort of make this more clear is with the IAs and the EE. IAs are basically. Small versions or mini versions of Script C for each subject that you take for your IB, and yes, you will do this in the course of around a semester. But、uh, it will be broken down into smaller like deadlines for certain parts, so that it will be easier for you and your teachers to sort of like revise and check and sort of see where you are at that point. But aside from all of the IAs, which you have six by the way. You also have this bigger project called the EE, which is basically your main scripty. So you choose one subject, and you're supposed to write out a really long essay about it. And essentially, while you're doing all of these small deadlines for six other subjects, you have this overlying, like really big umbrella of like the EE haunting you wherever you go because. People are gonna say like, "Oh yeah, I'm done with the IA, but I haven't done the, my EE at all." And that's just something that, you know. I wouldn't say haunt, but it does haunt me personally when I was in IB, and because of that, I felt like the constant need to be productive because I feel like there were so many deadlines and there were so many things to do, and I'm the kind of person who works the best when I can finish things in the short term. I'm not the kind of person that can really dwell on things that are too 
long. I can't, I can't, my focus and my attention and my interest in a certain paper or subject, it deteriorates over time and it has like an expiry date. And the longer it is, the longer my expiration date, the more I'm, you know, unmotivated to actually do anything about it. So for me personally, my burned out really, really was triggered during IV because there were so many small deadlines. And because of that, I just tried to be productive all the time for a really long time it wasn't even like you know a week of being productive it was more like a few months or even like a whole semester of trying to be productive every single second but it sort of backfired after a few days or even weeks of trying to always consistently be productive i would get to this state where i'm just like you know what i really just don't want to do anything i really just don't want to look at my projects i just want to watch TV or I just want to watch a movie or something to take my mind off of it and I just end up procrastinating. Now once I start to procrastinate, this is where I really just start to spiral down a really really deep burnout rabbit hole because I, again, like I said before, I like to finish things as soon as I get them just so I know that it's out of my head and I can really enjoy whatever it is that I want to indulge in like if I want to watch a movie or I want to read a book, there's not this like lingering feeling of like, I need to do this, I need to do this. Because what I realized from my IB years was that the more I did that, the more I procrastinated and didn't finish and it had this thought crippling, it really ruined my mental state because whenever I was trying to do anything that was enjoyable for me, be it like, I don't know, taking a rest, just reading a book or watching a movie or anything like that, that thought of a small project that I haven't done or something that I, you know, a goal that I set for myself but I procrastinated on, that will constantly be calling my name while I'm doing something that's supposed to be enjoyable. And I, I think I briefly touched on this when I talked about my burnout a few weeks ago on my intro, but uh, I like to, now I learn to sort of differentiate things that I need to do and things that I love and I will not force myself to do things if I'm not in the mood and that's why I was missing for the last two weeks because I wanted my podcast to be something that I love something that I cherish and something that I actually enjoy doing and if I forced myself last week to create an episode while I was having this lingering thoughts of other projects not being done then it would make me not enjoy this podcast or the process of creating it because really this is something that I enjoy doing. This is something that I enjoy, you know, editing and brainstorming for ideas for. It's really something that I really enjoy and I didn't want to strip off the happiness that I associate creating this podcast with, with the burdens and just the angst of me doing a lot of, you know, work. So... I guess that really just sums up what I think about burnouts and the reason why I really just take a step back from doing things that I love because I know when I start to get really burned out, it's not going to help. Whatever it is I'm trying to you know, distract myself, that's constantly going to be on my mind and the more I push it aside and do other things, it's just going to keep roaring at me so there's really no point for me to procrastinate however i also feel like there should be an understanding that it's normal for people to have burnouts because 
with this fast-paced world, there's really no time to catch your breath. And honestly, I think that Zoom University has been quite helpful for me personally because I'm able to sort of um, schedule my time and just divide it in a way that's beneficial for me and in a way that I can enjoy. But again, I don't know, maybe it's the stress of the pandemic, maybe it's just the stress of repeating daily routines over and over again, but I just feel like the pandemic has made my burnouts more frequent and more unpredictable. With IB, I can predict when I was going to have burnout based on my workload. When I know that I have a lot of things to do, that's when I will start to have you know signs and symptoms of early burnout sessions. But with the pandemic, there is really no telling well where I'm gonna, you know, have my next burnout. And it's scary for me because it could be like one day I'm waking up, you know, I worked out, I feel good, and the next minute I'll just feel like I do not want to touch anything and I don't want to sleep. Like it's really it's really, really bad during this pandemic because I I don't know and I can't pinpoint the telltale signs of having a burnout which just makes it you know which makes it harder obviously for me as a student to you know divide my time wisely because i know that this zoom university online meeting thing is really working out for me personally because i've been able to indulge in so many other things other than my university life but it's also really scary for me because i know because i'm into all of these like events and things like that, I have a lot of responsibilities. And when I can't predict when my next burnout will be, it's harder for me to schedule appropriate times for things that I want to do so that I'm at my 100% and that I'm giving my best. It's so hard for me to do that when I don't know when my next, you know, breakdown will be. And that's scary for me. Um, I don't know. Let me know if you are experiencing a burnout during this pandemic because I have had so many. Anyways, I'm sort of back, you know, backtracking a little, but going back to the IB thing, I think that's where everything really rooted. The start of my burnouts are at that point because before then I could never really pinpoint whether or not I'm having a, you know, a burnout or if I was just tired. And uh, you can't mistake tiredness for burnout because it's normal for you to be tired, especially if you've had a long day of class or you've been trying to solve a problem or if you're just physically tired from exerting yourself in a really rigorous exercise activity. But for me, again, as I've mentioned in the beginning, a burnout feels completely different because it doesn't get better. Like with, I think with physical, especially physical like tiredness, you get back after you rest, after you take a nap or the next day when you wake up in the morning, you're probably going to feel more refreshed and you're not going to feel worse. But for me, a burnout feels like I've taken like a 10 hour sleep, I've eaten well, I've done this, I haven't, you know, touched a single workload or anything to sort of ease my schedule. But the next day I do not feel better and in fact I feel worse and it just feels like it's I'm in a hole where I really just don't want to do anything. And that's how I identify a burnout and I differentiate that from just like physical 
tiredness or you know mental tiredness even i feel like mental and emotional tiredness can occur but again as i said if it's not actually burnout for me i'm not saying this is for everyone but for me it's not actually burnout if i bounce back the next day because that just probably means i exerted myself too much in a certain area so I think that's enough about burnouts. I think you kind of get the gist of it. It's actually just like, I think the best way to describe it is like it's a never ending rabbit hole. But how do I pull myself out of situations like that? Because obviously, I told you I had a lot of it during the pandemic. And some might say that I'm still being productive during the pandemic. So for me personally, I feel like burnouts, it comes from myself. I think the first thing you need to remember when you have a burnout is yourself. And I'm not just saying like, oh, you need to remind yourself that you have so many things to find. No, but you need to understand yourself first. I think the best way for me, firstly, is to introspect myself and just figure out what got me there in the first place. Like, um, so I think it wouldn't even go that far. Like yesterday and two days ago, I was... um, mindlessly just thinking and I just started to realize that oh my god I haven't I haven't recorded a podcast yet and I felt bad initially initially I felt bad because I felt like oh my god I have a you know responsibility because I made this commitment to myself that I was going to grow my podcast I'm not gonna you know just do a one-time thing post like a few episodes and just get out of the radar and not post anymore because I actually enjoy doing this so I kind of felt bad because I felt like I was disappointing myself But then I started to backtrack and, you know, fact check myself like, okay, I'm not feeling good. Why though? And I need to figure that out first before I can, can, you know, navigate my way through why I'm feeling disappointed in myself before not posting a podcast. So the first thing I did was really just introspect on myself. And as I've mentioned um, slightly before, most of the time, my burnouts, the source are just like, too much workload. But for me in the pandemic right now, sometimes this burnout is just triggered by feelings of, I don't know, maybe, I know, I know this sounds cliche, but I really do think that some part of me is also experiencing a lot of burnouts because I have lack of inspiration due to the lack of social interactions that I have. I have not seen anyone or have gone out with anyone other than my family for the last three and a half months. It's been almost four months since I've actually seen another soul except for my mom and dad and my grandma, you know, just like my family. I've gone out with them for, you know, to the mall to eat or yeah, things like that. But I haven't gone out with any of my other friends. So I'm an extrovert. I like going out with people because I feel like whenever I talk to people, whenever I learn something from people, it gives me a lot of inspirations for not just like podcast stuff, but like for life. Like I I get, you know, inspired to do certain things because, hey, this person got this. Maybe I can implement this in my life. And I'm that kind of person, you know, who gets inspiration from the people. And I think the people mostly, the people around me. So I think my burnout, my excessive amounts of burnouts in the past few months especially is due to that lack of social interaction and just social life so once I figured that out I tried to uh, backtrack it again and to sort of pinpoint telltale signs of you know burnouts that I figured out 
And during this pandemic, the things that I pointed out is usually I start disliking the music that I like. I start, you know, uh, I start not listening to podcasts because that's something that I do while I clean my house. I usually listen to podcasts because it's enlightening and I like it and it doesn't keep me bored. But whenever I'm having a burnout, I feel so mentally drained that I feel like, no, I can't listen to another person speak. Like I need to be alone right now. And even in my thoughts, I need to be alone. So I figured that out. And two of those things were definitely happening to me in the past week. And I also figured out that I had this two assignments. It wasn't even that heavy. It was a very lightweight like assignment, but I really didn't want to do it for no reason. Like I skimmed, I didn't even skim actually. That was the problem also. I didn't skim through the questions at all. I just like downloaded it and I was like, yeah, I'll do that later. But I didn't really open it. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And you know me, as I said, the longer I put it off, the less motivation I have. So yeah, I think that was also the aftermath of the midterm exams because again, as I've mentioned, compared to IB, the midterm exams was nothing. But, you know, I think it's the accumulation of everything during this pandemic, like my lack of social interactions and just the pandemic itself being very stressful and me getting the vaccine and just the midterms. I think it was like a lot for me on my plate mentally and that's what caused my burnout. So after I finally, you know, broken down all of the things that I know triggered and also the signs of my burnout, only then was I able to sort of get back into it. I started to find solutions for myself. And for me, this is what works. Now that I know uh, what things I'm experiencing, I start to jump back on the first thing that made me notice that I was doing a burnout, which was me procrastinating. Now, when I do this, the best way for me to feel better if it's I, I complete something and I just move on to the next one. So out of these two tasks, I actually picked the easiest one. And uh, coming into it, honestly, it requires a lot of willpower and it just requires a lot of motivation from yourself to get out of that burnout. So start small. I started with small victories. I started with, you know, doing something that I know I can accomplish in a short amount of time with less effort than I want to exert. I know that what I submitted was not my 100%, but at least I finished something. And it really worked because for me, yes, the hardest part was typing in the first few sentences because honestly during a burnout you really just do not want to think you do not want to work your brain but i promise for me whenever i start to do something like even if it's just one sentence two sentences uh, there's this you know my motivation which is probably at a 30 percent at first but because of my willpower i delved into it and it probably grew 10 percent by the minute so it really helped to sort of just do it and just, you know, do whatever it is that you think is bothering you. And because I accomplished that small victory, I actually was able to push myself, well, not push, but motivate myself to do the bigger task, which required even more willpower because I had to think a lot more. But I was able to overcome that. And then I felt better because now I have no tasks to finish. And I actually feel better today because I finished all of that yesterday. And... 
I'm not gonna say that after you do it, you're completely gonna feel it yourself. No, I didn't feel completely like myself. But in order to not plunge back in into that hole, while I'm like climbing up, I'm trying to take small steps along the way that I know will help me get out of this really dark hellhole. So after I finish my tasks, then I usually go on to more leisure activities that I know I've neglected. Like I said, the past week I didn't really listen to music that I liked and I disliked them. I even didn't listen to them that much and I also stopped listening to podcasts. So that's exactly what I did. I started to go into my feel good, you know, artists like Taylor Swift or Ward or One Direction. You know, those are the artists that I know that even if I'm in a bad mood and I do not want to listen to music, they will get me pumped up. They will get me legit like head banging. So I know what my favorites are. And that really helps me because it put me in a good mood. And I also started to listen to podcasts today while I was cleaning. And I wanted to do workouts that I actually enjoy. Because another telltale sign is that once I start having burnouts, exercise, which is a really good mood booster for me, starts to become dreadful. I really hate it. I really just don't want to pull myself out of bed for it, even though I feel great afterwards. I just can't see the light. And I know that, yeah, it's not healthy for you to push yourself even when you're feeling like you don't want to work out. But for me, I know that when I work out and after I work out, I'll feel like a hundred times better. So the telltale sign of me not you know, burning out is basically just not wanting to work out. And I also did that today. I picked a workout that I really liked and it felt good. So those are my first tips for overcoming a burnout. Just try to do things that you love, but understand yourself first. First tip, understand what your burnout looks like, the telltale signs, and just identify what they are and identify what caused your burnout in the first place. Second is get a lot of willpower, get a lot of motivation and drag yourself out of that hellhole by starting to do small victories. Do things that make you feel good, but small, you know, small victories. You don't need to do something great the first time just to get out of a burnout. It's called a burnout. So you need to ease yourself into normal life slowly you need to take it step by step you're not going to be able to accomplish a really huge thing in a matter of seconds you need to take small things that will make you feel good motivate you and bring you back to yourself and then you can delve into the larger bigger picture so i think that's really important and i think for me another tip to just deal with burnout is to actually do something that I haven't been doing, which is meet your friends and just talk. It could not, it, it's not even your friends. You could talk with anyone. Just talk with your family, talk with your friends. It doesn't even have to be face-to-face, -face, but for me as an extrovert, I prefer face-to-face, -face, but you could do it over the phone. Sort of just let your feelings out. And even if you start to mumble and you start to not be able to form words, because honestly, when I'm in a burnout, I can't form words and I can't really explain how I feel like I wouldn't I would just be like I just don't feel like it and if they ask like why I don't know because I really don't know at that time my mind is just like not in the mood to think even why I'm in a burnout so um but it really does help because if you get yourself you know something that you love which for me is talking to people 
then you'll find that light again, you'll find inspiration again, and you'll find something that will motivate or inspire you just by talking to them. Or even if it's just like, man, I can't wait to call them again or text them and tell them how I feel. Like that's a motivation. That's already motivation for you to go on the next day or the next hour. So yeah, for me, it's, that's important. Talking and interacting with others. I think that's a really big part too. And I think for my last tip is do not overexert yourself. Now, this is not necessarily a tip to get out of a break. Uh, a break. Sorry, I was gonna say breakdown, but honestly, a burnout feels like a breakdown. This is not necessarily a tip of you know getting yourself out of a burnout. It's more like a precautionary tip just to avoid getting into a burnout. But again, it's hard sometimes because like me during this pandemic. I can't really pinpoint when I'm going to have a burnout or if I'm having the signs of a burnout. I used to be able to identify it, but because of the pandemic, I can't. Then, uh, yeah, it's going to be harder. But I do feel like you can take this precautionary step just to not overexert yourself because I find that most of burnouts occur because you are putting too much energy, time, effort, attention on something and you can't divide yourself that well. And honestly, you're not supposed to divide yourself that well. I don't think as humans, you're supposed to push yourself every single day and aim for perfection or productivity or aim for just like being able to do everything successfully every single time or put yourself out there 100% of the time. And because there's this small part of me that's sort of a perfectionist, um, <laughs> I feel the need to do that sometimes, but I realize that that's not possible. And that's probably why I have a lot of burnouts. So I think a precautionary thing for you to do is just to take it easy, take life easy, especially during this pandemic. We're going through a pandemic, guys, and I think that the pandemic has been so normalized. But I do feel like you need to take care of yourself and you need to understand that these are difficult times and you're not supposed to figure everything out in one second. So just take it easy and take a breather. I think that's the most important thing. Don't Push yourself too hard and give yourself a break. Give yourself, you know, some empathy and some love and let it rest. Let it watch that movie. Let it eat too much. So yeah, thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you get to implement four of my tips. Um, so understanding what your burnout is and identifying what caused it. Secondly, overcoming those obstacles by having small victories do things that motivate you three talk to people interact tell them how you feel and four as a precautionary you can try to not burden yourselves with too many things i think that this is really important to talk about because sometimes some people don't really understand that they're going through a burnout and you'll feel a bit weird. You'll feel like you're just a lazy person or you're unproductive or you're just not up to the job. But really, guys, it's okay. People who are even the most productive people will have those days when they feel like they don't want to do anything and when they feel like the whole world just sucks and they just want to sleep the entire day. Like, it's not just you. 
And I think that a lot of my friends experience that. They feel like just because they're not doing things, just because they don't feel like they have the motivation to do things, that they failed in some way. But really, you're not. You're not failing because every single person is going through that, even me. So I just wanted to remind you all that burnouts are completely normal and there are ways to overcome burnouts. What's most important is not the burnout itself. It's how you pick yourself back up after you're going through a burnout and, you know, just trying to find motivation and willpower in yourself to overcome the obstacles that you're faced with. Because if you give up, that's the moment you fail. It's not the fact that you got into the burnout in the first place. It's the moment you give up on yourself and you start to think that you can't get back up. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you guys liked it and I'll see you on the next one. Hope you guys are safe and healthy. Bye.